coming back to the business real estate, can you talk about the best and the worst investments that you did? Oh man. Um, the worst investment. So part of the worst investment was just that I really overextended myself, right? At the age of 25, I thought I was done with life. I didn't know why people had so many problems because I had six figures in my bank account. I had five homes in Phoenix, in the Phoenix, Arizona area. I had properties in Mexico. And I thought I was done. Like I didn't think I was going to have to do very much more in life. And then when the market shifted and turned and started going down, I realized that I had five assets that were partially remodeled. My contracting crews ran out of money and they couldn't finish the jobs. I couldn't rent those houses out. And then I depleted my savings trying to hold on to those homes. It was a super expensive lesson for me because I really went from the top to the bottom. I mean, within one year, because I overextended myself, I got greedy, right? Like, and, and I, I remember asking my mentor at the time, like every book that I had read was like, make sure you have exit strategies. And I was like, man, what's our exit strategies? And he was a really smooth talker and literally had this silver tongue and I believed him that every like the market was going to continue to appreciate double digits every single year and we could do all of this and it would have been fine if everything would have went as as planned but it didn't and so that was probably my largest mistake was overextending not having an exit strategy in place that was probably first and foremost the best investment man it was probably i have an iul it's an index universal life account policy and it's what the one percent of the one percent use for investing in any like in a lot of like major major assets that they acquire and so what happened was i could borrow money from myself at a 4% interest rate. And that money still continued to make its regular gains in that account. So I borrowed, let's, let's make up a number. I borrowed $100,000 and I was paying a 4% interest rate while it was making 8% that year in the account. And now I had access to use that money. Then I went and I invested in a bond that guaranteed me 12% uh, return that year. So I was making an 8% return, uh, just pure profit, right? It was really 12%, but I was paying 4% money. But now you start adding that together. The fact that I didn't have to use my cash or anything, it was ultra conservative and safe. And so now I'm making money in two separate places and at very low risk. So it's not the investment that I made the most amount of money on, but it was probably the smartest investment. And that's where I'm teaching people to use accounts like that to borrow money from themselves and invest in cash flow properties like uh, like the one that you connected with me on in Ohio. You could buy it for $32,000 
and it's bringing in over $800 a month in rental income. So in four years, you have an asset that's paid for itself. You have a depreciating tax loss at that point in time, and you didn't have to use any of your cash at the same time. Plus your money in that account is still making money for you. Right? So when I talk about like leveraging money, like using smart money, right? Like you don't have to be rich. Like if you have this retirement account set up, like it's literally nothing out of your pocket to use some of that to invest in something that's pretty, pretty safe and secure in my eyes.